Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. And right now we're looking at 43 here in the nation's capital. At 559. You're listening to WTOP, Washington's top news, live, local, 24-7. This hour of news is sponsored by Lido Pizza. Lido Pizza never cuts corners. Good evening, I'm Sean Anderson. I'm Ann Kramer. Coming up. Breaking news, close to a dozen people are hurt after a gas explosion at a hotel in downtown Fort Worth, Texas. Stay with us for the latest. Commander's owner Josh Harris speaks out hours after firing head coach Ron Rivera. Harris says he wants new people in place quickly. How are some of you feeling about Ron Rivera being let go? I think it's the right move. I'm Shana Stulen. How D.C. is planning to transform this area around Capital One Arena. I'm Scott Gelman. Wall Street, the Dow up 217, NASDAQ up 320 points. It is 6 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Progressive Insurance. I'm Monica Ricks. We are following the latest on a possible gas explosion at a hotel in downtown Fort Worth, Texas. KTVT reporter Jason Allen is there. He talked to people that got trapped inside. He said there was a smell of natural gas before the explosion. He remembered asking one of his teammates, do you, do you smell natural gas? Yeah, it wasn't strong, though. They smelled it. And then, boom, they said it came from beneath them. The whole second floor filled with dust, smoke. They could see the red exit signs. So he headed for the red exit, found the stairwell, got to the stairwell, and most of it was missing. They eventually got out, but at least 11 people were hurt there, one in critical condition two others are in serious condition alaska airlines scrapped another 140 flights today after grounding its fleet of boeing max 9 planes following a mid-air blowout cbs's chris van cleave says some potentially dangerous warnings were seemingly ignored the day before alaska restricted that airplane's ability to fly a long distance like to hawaii and back over water because of these pressurization warning lights that were coming on and off in the cockpit Three warnings had been reported at that point. United Airlines says it's since found loose bolts on door plugs on five planes. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin refuses to resign despite a delay in notifying the White House and the Pentagon about his hospitalization. Here's CBS's David Martin. The White House has said that uh, President Biden has talked to Austin and retains uh, full confidence in him. We'll see. Austin's still in the hospital but has resumed his full duties. More than 300 pro-Palestinian protesters were arrested today in New York City for blocking bridges and tunnels during morning rush. They were demanding a ceasefire as the war between Israel and Hamas escalates in Gaza. Here's CBS's Robert Berger. The Palestinian Islamic Jihad group released a video of an Israeli hostage pleading for his release. Israel called it psychological warfare. 
But it does put further pressure on the Israeli government to make a new hostage deal with Hamas. So far, negotiations are deadlocked. Secretary of State Antony Blinken is in Israel now to weigh in on those talks. And a dangerous storm is sweeping the nation with more blizzard conditions and rain. CBS News meteorologist David Parkinson's tracking it. Lots of flooding. If you have any precautions you can take to save your basement, take them today because tomorrow the rain is coming and the flooding likely is as well in much of the Northeast. This is CBS News. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Protect your home and auto. Save when you bundle. Get a quote at Progressive.com. That's Progressive.com. 603 on WTOP on this Monday evening, January 8th, 2024. Clear skies. We're at 43 in D.C. I'm Sean Anderson. And I'm Ann Kramer. Our top local story this hour, the commanders have parted ways with head coach Ron Rivera. So that means Riverboat Ron is now gone. The move kicks off the first coaching search under the new ownership team that's being led by Josh Harris. Now, Harris spoke to reporters today about the timeline of actually hiring the next coach. And we need the next leadership here because we got a lot of work to do. You know, we have the draft, we have the off season, we have uh, we have you know a lot of draft capital that we need to be get prepared for. Uh, ultimately, free agency uh, combines. But on the other hand, you know, this is a really important decision, and so it's going to be a. Uh, rapid but thorough process stick around we'll have live analysis from our sports team throughout the night next report coming up at six twenty-five. you heard what the owner is saying what about the fans when it comes to ron rivera's tenure as coach wtop's shana astulin has that part of the story i'm totally disappointed in the commanders rob mcgara from bethesda says he had hoped with dan snyder's ouster things would improve not happen william booker gives rivera's four-year run quality c <laughs> maybe a c minus says he hopes the new owners replace him with a younger head coach. If you look at the successful teams in the NFL right now, they're all going for younger coaches. Miami, the Eagles, San Francisco, you can go across the whole league. The young coaches are bringing new spirit. These teams are turning things around quickly. He says the D.C. area has a passionate audience that would love to support a good team. Shane Estulin, WTOP News. All right, so we talked about the commanders. Now how about the future of the Caps and Wizards possibly leaving D.C. for Alexandria's Potomac Yard? Those running D.C. say the neighborhood around Capital One Arena needs a facelift no matter what. WTOP Scott Gelman has the story. D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser is assembling a task force with the goal of transforming this neighborhood around Capital One Arena. That work will happen regardless of whether the Capitals and Wizards leave the city. We have a $500 million offer on the table that has the unanimous support of the D.C. Council. But it's unclear whether that will be enough to prevent the teams from moving to Northern Virginia. We continue to be in business with Mr. Leonsis until we're not. Acting Deputy Mayor Nina Albert. But no matter what happens, we must invest in Gary Place Chinatown so that it is one of the top cultural and entertainment districts in the nation. In downtown D.C., Scott Gelman, WTOP News. Staying with D.C., the mayor says she also wants more people to come back into the city, and that includes those who work for the city. The mayor says D.C. government employees will move from two days of telework per week to just one day. 
She reiterates the importance of being there in person. Yes, I love to see everybody's smiling faces, but it's not just about that. It's about the services that we provide to our residents. Uh, And we are a local government, uh, and we need uh, to be there to do that. The mayor acknowledges a large number of workers never got to be remote. That's because they're on the front lines. Folks like the police, firefighters, teachers, and public works employees. 606 General Assemblies in Richmond and in Annapolis are both reconvening this week. This time we're focused on the Maryland General Assembly with WTOP's Kate Ryan. Maryland lawmakers get back to work on Wednesday and Governor Westmore has given a heads up that the budget is tight. He's already talked to lawmakers during a conference last month when $3.3 billion in proposed transportation cuts were announced. The Baltimore Sun reports the governor has also sketched out priorities like affordable housing, hiring, and retaining police. And concerns about public safety, including juvenile crime, are popping up in bills that have been pre-filed by lawmakers. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Well, as lawmakers prepare to gather in Annapolis, Maryland Governor Westmore wants them to be thoughtful as they incorporate artificial intelligence into their legislation. The governor has signed an executive order that demands everyone in state government make sure AI is integrated in a responsible and ethical way. Now, this order emphasizes the need for fairness and equity in the state's use of AI. The governor says the systems can perpetuate harmful biases, and lawmakers have to work hard to avoid those risks. Well, coming up in Money News after traffic and weather. Tiger Woods needs some new golf shirts. I'm Jeff Glabel. It's 608. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Let's go to Dave Dildine in the WTOP Traffic Center. Downtown, inbound of the 12th Street Expressway. There's a crash beyond the 12th Street Tunnel on the lead-up to Constitution Avenue, and it's blocking the right lane. On Constitution Avenue, westbound at 12th Street, part of the crash response blocks the right side, so somebody may have... Uh, somebody involved may have come out of the tunnel and rolled across the intersection before coming to a stop. In any event, police are on scene helping to direct southbound on 395 from the 3rd and 9th Street tunnels and 14th Street Bridge. Just volume delays into and through Virginia with nothing in the way. I-66 from the Roosevelt Bridge into Manassas. Westbound, you're good. Eastbound, slow from Nutley Street to the Beltway because of a crash. On the Beltway, heavy on the outer loop near Annandale. Barely slow at the Wilson and Legion Bridges. So loosening up, getting into Maryland. In Maryland, on the outer loop, some brake lights at Connecticut Avenue related to the crash on 270 North near Rockledge Drive. But it's on the left shoulder. All lanes reopened at the top of the hour on 270 in Bethesda. On the spur, incident-free. Uh, Some congestion northbound in Gaithersburg, but no big deal. 95 northbound, still a struggle getting out of Laurel. But finally, the crash north of 175, a crash that initially resulted in two cars catching on fire earlier in the afternoon. Well, that's clear now. The lanes are open in Columbia on 95 north. Bailout will become less of a factor on 29. BW Parkway still hanging on to volume delays northbound near Fort Meade. Good on Route 50 between the Beltway and the Bay Bridge. Want to test out an electric car? Plug it at Fitzmall.com and find your electric ride today. Check out the Subaru Solterra, Hyundai Ioniq, or Toyota BZ4X at Fitzmall.com. That's the Fitz way. I'm Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. Uh, could be a pretty nasty day here tomorrow between the rain and the wind. Let's go to Steve Rudin in the 7 News First Alert Weather Center. Although clouds are going to increase this evening and into the overnight we will stay dry with temperatures falling through the 40s eventually into the 30s tomorrow a very active weather day especially during the afternoon and evening pockets of moderate to heavy rain looking at upwards of two to three inches locally more in many neighborhoods
neighborhoods. Wind gusts 40 to 50 miles per hour. And across southern Maryland, we may see wind gusts upwards of 60 miles per hour. It will be a very mild day with highs in the 50s. Once the system clears late tomorrow night into early Wednesday morning, temperatures will drop into the upper 40s for daytime highs on Wednesday. We're near 50 on Thursday with sunshine, a bigger weather maker on Friday. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. 39 in Upper Marlboro, 40 in Woodbridge, 43 in D.C. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. WTOP at 610. We've got money news at 10 and 40 past the hour. Back we go to Jeff Claybaugh. Boeing stock fell as much as 8% after the FAA ordered a temporary grounding of more than 170 737 MAX 9 aircraft for inspections after the Alaska Airlines incident. Tiger Woods has ended his 27-year partnership with Nike. His agent said it was just a business decision. Wood's most recent contract is worth a reported $200 million. Springfield Town Center may get bigger. The Washington Business Journal says developers have acquired a six-acre parking lot. Already approved for a 460-unit apartment building, the addition may also include a hotel. The Dow rallied 217 points today. The S&P 500 up 66. That's 1.5%. The Nasdaq finished the day up 320 points, almost 2.25%. Jeff Claybaugh. WTOP News. Drought, war, and rising food prices have devastated families in poverty. $50 provides a food kit to feed a family for a month. Just text the word radio to 97646. Coming up, if there were a better predictor of your risk of heart disease, don't you wish your doctor were using it? We'll go in depth with the Washington Post. That's just ahead, 611. The power's out at our house. Ah, coffee table. But since our family has storm-ready Wi-Fi from Xfinity, we can stream or game in the dark. Oh, who moved the couch? So that's what we're doing right now, in fact, is I try and feel around for a seat. Ah, here we go. Oh, cactus? Can I get a little help over here? Yeah, bro, just let me finish this boss battle. Sure, go ahead. Medic! Now you can get fast, reliable internet on the Xfinity 10G network and get storm-ready Wi-Fi when you upgrade, so you can stay connected for up to four hours, even when the power goes out. Only from Xfinity. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today. Restrictions apply. Storm-ready Wi-Fi limited to customers within range of 4G LTE cellular signal. Speeds reduce to 30-7 megabits per second. Actual speeds vary. For more details, visit Xfinity.com slash storm-ready. If you have unfiled taxes or are in debt to the IRS, this is important news. The IRS just rolled out a new program to help struggling taxpayers more easily resolve their tax problems. It's called the Taxpayer Relief Initiative, and it opens up powerful new options for people looking to get back on the right track with the IRS. And no one knows this program like the professionals at Optima Tax Relief, America's most trusted tax resolution company. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debt for their clients and have the expertise and experience to help you. One easy call to Optima can start the process, helping to put an end to your worries of wage garnishment, asset seizure, and other aggressive IRS actions. Make today the beginning of your fresh start with the IRS. Call the experts at Optima Tax Relief now for your free confidential consultation. Call 800-893-4133. That's 800-893-4133. 800-893-4133. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Later this hour here on WTOP, what would you do if your dog ate $4,000 in cash? 
We'll have more. Keep it here on WTOP. This new year, get started on your next success with University of Maryland Global Campus. Apply by February 12th and we'll waive your application fee. An accredited state university, UMGC offers online and hybrid classes while giving you a head start on 2024. Earn up to 90 credits toward a bachelor's for prior learning and experience or transfer up to 12 credits toward a master's. Pay no application fee if you apply by February 12th. Learn more at umgc.edu. Certified to operate by Chef. Did you make a New Year's resolution to finally get rid of that car you don't need? Start the year off right and donate it to Melwood today. Donating is free, fast, and easy. And it helps your community by supporting Melwood's job training programs for people with disabilities. To learn more, call 1-877-MELWOOD today or visit melwood.org forward slash radio. That's melwood.org forward slash radio. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. 615, I'm Ann Kramer. And I'm Sean Anderson. Thanks for being with us. One of the most tried and true parts of your yearly physical is your cholesterol test. You're not allowed to eat or drink anything beforehand. Your blood is drawn and then you get a number for the good and the bad cholesterol. But the latest research research shows there's a better way to figure out your risk of heart disease. Well, let's go live to Bill Gifford. He writes about health and well-being at the Washington Post. Bill, thanks so much for joining us. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. So talk to us about what this better cholesterol test is called and why it works more effectively. Right. So we all know good and bad cholesterol, but it's it's a little bit unfair to the cholesterol because it's not the cholesterol that's bad or good. It's the particles that carry the cholesterol around in your blood. And those are called APOB or APOB particles. And basically, the more of those that you have, the greater your risk. So we should be counting. Some researchers are saying we should be counting the APOB particles and not the total amount of cholesterol that you have, if that makes sense. It does, but I'm wondering how sensible that will sound when I try to tell my doctor that when I go to get my (laughs) annual exam. Your doctor knows what it is, and it your insurance co- your insurance company might not cover it, but it might cost you like twenty bucks. But yeah, your doctor knows what it is, and he'll give you the test. You just have to ask. Well, if or most, he will give you the test. If most doctors offer it, why aren't more of them doing it? Well, it's not in the standard guidelines, and you know some of the cholesterol researchers that I spoke with are, are frustrated because the evidence is there that that. APOB, which is called your particle number, is a better predictor of risk than your total amount of cholesterol. But the guidelines don't change or have not yet changed to uh, reflect the new evidence. So, Bill, then why do people who have low cholesterol, why do they still end up having heart attacks or having heart disease? And or I guess maybe it's just more proof that this kind of particle test would be good for all of us. Right. There's a lot we don't know, but Testing for APOB catches a a certain number of people who have like a lot of small little particles as opposed to bigger particles. So think of it like if you had like 100 pounds of bacon grease, right, and you wanted to take it across town, are you going to put it in five Subaru Outbacks or 100 uh, little scooters, like those little rental scooters, which is going to cause more mayhem, right? So if you have a high number of APOB particles, that's like the scooters, right? And you're going to have a lot of like particles getting stuck in your artery wall, which is like the the first step of uh, heart disease, basically. Final thought you might want to leave with us about being our own advocate in the doctor's office. 
Oh, I, I feel like the more people who ask for the test, the more willing doctors will be to give it. Wonderful, Bill. We appreciate your you time. Have to stand up for yourself. Yeah. Yeah, you Thank sure you. do. Bill Gifford writes about health and well-being at the Washington Post. A quick look at the top stories we're working on for you right now on WTOP. Well, debris is scattered in downtown Fort Worth, Texas, as authorities respond to what they call a major incident outside a hotel. Several people are hurt in what may be a gas explosion. Is the defense secretary's job in danger? We'll follow up on the controversy involving Lloyd Austin going into the ICU and not telling the president. With Ron Rivera now fired as commander's head coach, what's the game plan from team owner Josh Harris? He's talking about a thorough search for a replacement and what will also happen quickly. Full details in the minutes ahead. It is 618. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8th, and we start with Dave Dildine in the traffic center. Fairfax County, Capitol Beltway, outer loop. Traffic slowing down again between I-66 and Little River Turnpike. Underneath 236 on the outer loop crash, couple vehicles, paramedics, state police sent. This one's reported in the left lane. No visual today in Virginia. All the VDOT cameras are dark. Outer loop under Little River Turnpike crash reported in the left lane. All's fine at the bay, at the Wilson and Legion bridges and on 66. The crash eastbound on 66 near the Beltway is clear. 395 and 95 southbound traffic getting better. Just a little heavy near Glebe Road and the Occoquan. In the district, 12th Street Expressway coming out of the tunnel uh, before you'd hit Constitution Avenue. The crash remains in the right lane and on Constitution Avenue, part of the response Westbound is blocking your right side. In Maryland, Beltway traffic getting better, just a little slow on the Interloop and Outerloop near Connecticut Avenue and through College Park. 270 north of uh, Old Georgetown Road. Crash either on the left shoulder or clear. Volume delays are brief through Gaithersburg. 95 northbound traffic easing through Columbia. Longstanding crash north of 175 gone. BW Parkway traffic still a bit heavy northbound through Laurel. Route 50 delay-free between the Beltway and the Bay Bridge. Drought, war, and rising food prices have devastated families in poverty. $50 provides a food kit to feed a family for a month. Just text the word radio to 97646. I'm Dave Doldine, WTOP Traffic. All right, let's get back to Mark Pena in the 7 News First Alert Weather Center. The rain, the wind, we're getting it all here tomorrow, huh? Uh, rain, wind, oh my, right? We got all of it on the table for tomorrow. Uh, let's get through tonight. We do have increasing clouds, but we're going to stay dry until at least around 4 or 5 o'clock tomorrow morning. Uh, so if you have any uh, loose uh, patio furniture, outdoor um, decorations, maybe still from the holidays, uh, I highly recommend if you want to hang on to them to bring them inside because it's possible that they could fly away tomorrow. we got rain beginning to enter the forecast around 5, 6 o'clock, just in time for your morning commute. And uh, it'll be heavy at times. This storm system is packing quite a punch already in portions of the country, bringing blizzard conditions to portions of Kansas and Nebraska, severe storms down in Texas. Uh, now, our main concerns for tomorrow will be the heavy rainfall and the strong winds. Uh, rainfall amounts anywhere from one to three inches possible. And this, this is going to be a complete rain event. We're not expecting any wintry precip. And the only pre- wintry precip we are expecting is out in the mountains. But even that's going to start as snow, but then transition to rain as temperatures are going to warm as we head towards uh, the afternoon hours. Rain on the range of uh, one to three inches, which will lead to some flooding. Uh, Winds out of the east-northeast coming in 10 to 20 miles an hour, but gusting 30, 40, and close to 50 miles per hour. That's tropical storm force winds. So, again, outdoor furniture, bring that inside. Temperatures will be in the 50s to near 60 degrees. This is a quick move.
building but high impact system. By early Wednesday, we're seeing some clearing conditions. We get another break heading into Thursday before a almost copy and paste forecast for Friday as another strong, potent system brings more rain, more wind to our area by Friday with uh, flooding concerns and power outages uh, in the forecast for then as well. So lots to be throwing at you. Just make sure you have some way, one, or multiple ways, preferably to have uh, weather notifications sent to you tomorrow uh, as we're going to have uh, this pattern with us for the next week, maybe even week and a half. Outside right now, it is turning cloudy, but we are dry. Temperature-wise, I've got 42 at National. It's 40 in McLean, currently 40 or 38, just outside Silver Spring. Thanks, Mark. Coming up, they're portraits of American presidents, and you may never guess who's painting them. 622. Hi, it's Jumi Olabanji. And Tony Perkins from News 4 Today. And the best part of our morning is you. We love hearing why more of you wake up with News 4 Today. This is the team that helps me rise and shine. The energy that you guys, it comes through the TV. The banter, the humor. Um, I don't want anything else but town of four. My family. And you're a part of our family, too. Join us for News 4 Today on NBC4 weekday morning starting at 4 a.m. We're working for you. Hi, this is Doug Williams, Super Bowl 22 MVP. Throughout my career, I've had my share of pain, but no one needs to live that life in pain. The Good Feet Store personally fit art support for your feet that are engineered to relieve foot, knee, and back pain. When I found the Good Feet Store, I found the support I needed for my feet. Good Feet Art Support helped relieve my foot and back pain and let me get back to living the life I love. I don't go a day without my Good Feet Art Support. Stop by your nearest Good Feet store today for a free personalized fitting. Don't take my word for it. See the difference Good Feet Art Support can make for you. Go to goodfeet.com to find the store nearest you and book your appointment or stop in today. Tell them Doug sent you. The Good Feet store has locations across greater D.C. and Baltimore. Visit goodfeet.com to book your appointment today or stop by the store nearest you. I'm Jonathan Cotton, and we look forward to seeing you at the Good Feet store. This is WTOP News. 623. Paintings of Donald Trump and Barack Obama stand out among presidential portraits by prison inmates on display at a historic D.C. hideaway. It's President Lincoln's Cottage. At the Northwest D.C. Summer Cottage, where President Lincoln worked on the Emancipation Proclamation, there are artworks created by individuals in state and federal prison. There are a lot of both President Trump and President Obama. Janie Ritter of the Justice Arts Coalition. The paintings are not predictable. There are both critical paintings of Mr. Obama, flattering paintings of Mr. Trump. I think there's a lot of diversity in the artist's views on presidents. Why a prison art exhibit? Ritter says those incarcerated deserve human connection. And art is one of the best ways to form those connections. The exhibit's in place until February 19th. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. Well, Sean, if you have a dog at home and you're a pet owner, you know they can sometimes get into a lot of things. Mm -hmm. Well, this dog named Cecil, it's a golden doodle, apparently ate $4,000 in cash that was on the (laughs) kitchen table of its owner's home in Pittsburgh. They just pulled the money out, put it on the table. Clayton Law tells NBC... It's so out of character for him. And so I was just like trying to process, like, is this even real? Like, what's happening? So how would you get it back? Clayton says he took to looking very closely as Cecil went to do his business. I'm just like following him, you know, each time he goes out and see if he goes. And uh, he went and uh, lo and behold, there was definitely like like visible money in there. So I was like, hey, this I'm just going to pick it up, grab it, and then we'll kind of. 
sift through it. <laughs> That's dedication. They got thirty five hundred of the four thousand dollars back once they pasted it all together, cleaned it all up, and took it to the bank and put the serial numbers oh there. So gosh. lesson learned. Sports at twenty five and fifty five. Ben Raby with us tonight. A lot going on in the world of football. (laughs) Tough one to follow up right there, but we'll try our best. Josh Harris with the clear vision of how he wants the power structure of his football team. A GM and a head coach, he says, two separate jobs, two separate people. My desire is to have the head of the football operations in place and then to listen very hard to what that person wants to do in terms of the coaching staff. In other words, I think those two things 